Continuing along here in the Chavis Habavis in the Psich of Bezer Hashem Yisbarach. So we just talked about last night when someone trusts his own Chachma and trusts his own cunningness, trusts his own strength, his own stamina, his own determination. And as we pointed out from Rav Dessler, when if a person point to, talks like that, he's really talking nonsense. And we should start getting accustomed. One of the things, one of the beautiful benefits of a person who's able to attain really any level of bitachin, but certainly when we're going to go up the rungs of the ladder of bitachin, a person is going to find himself much calmer. He's going to be able to deal with people so much more peacefully. He's going to be able to be not as short-tempered with people. That's the benefits of bitachin. That's the way it works. Because the more and more we realize that we are less in control, so we are less frustrated. And ultimately, hopefully we'll get to the point where we'll see from the, the lessons of the Chavis Habavis, is that we'll see, we'll get to a point where ultimately Bitochen, as the Chazanish says, is one way we describe it is that really nothing happens because of a person, everything happens because of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we'll get to a point where therefore we will not take blame for so-called mistakes that we do. Mistakes don't happen by a person. In other words, of course, a person has to be responsible. And a person is responsible for his actions. A person is responsible for an Avera that he does. A person is responsible to do a mitzvah. And if he neglects a mitzvah, he's responsible. But short of that, a person who makes a mistake, it's not his fault. For example, let's say a person was not paying attention on the road, and he bumps into the car in front of him, right? It's not an Aveira, not an Aveira. Now, he is negligent in the, the laws of damages, in the Hilchas Baba Kama, in Hilchas Nezokin, he's high to pay for the damages, but it should be done in a very calm way, that he was negligent, he has to pay for the damages, whatever it will be, it will be. And so, that's easy for him to say. If he's the one who was the mazik, he's the one who damaged. He said, listen, it was a mistake, but this was Menashemayim. Probably not a wise thing to, to say to the person who you bumped into, the nizik, unless the nizik feels that way as well. But the truth is, the nizik should feel that way. The nizik should say, this is no fault of that person. Who made this happen? HaKadosh Baruch who made this happen. Okay, I have, I have the right, because Allah says, I'm allowed to then get retribution, be paid back by this person. Surely so. But I have no right to scream at him. I have no right to be angry at him. I have no right to hate him. That's what be talking dictates. And if a person lives his life that way, he certainly goes around much with uh, a lot more, less annoyances, and he really, he has a healthier life. The Gemara says that there were many who died, as we mentioned, I believe this Gemara from Sanhedrin, there were many who died just from krechtzing, just from sighing, just from being, being upset about things, being worried about things. And the, the attribute of Bitochen serves a person well in terms of being calm with himself, being calm with situations that happen, and not being nervous, not being worried, and not being tense. If a person trusts himself, the Chavazavavah says... Then Hashem says, all right, let's see what you little guy could do. We continue along now. And if a person would put trust 
into Rav Ashray, into his great wealth. And he says, I'm, I'm comfortable. I don't have to worry about a thing. I have enough money to take care of me, my family, my grandchildren. I have no worries. It could be taken away from him. And left for somebody else. Like the Pasuk in Eoiv says, A wealthy person lays down to sleep. He didn't even die. In other words, we're not talking about he's expired and left this world. He's laid down, but he gets up the next morning, he wakes up, and his wealth is not there anymore. We don't have to look any further than the crisis that we're going through now. People went to sleep one night. The next morning they woke up. They were out of a job. The next morning they woke up that the money they had in the, in the stock market it just was taken away. It was not there anymore. The person thought, what does he have to worry about? Right? I mean, these great companies that I invested in, what's going to happen with them? And overnight, overnight, this Pasuk came to be a reality. V'yomar. And it says in the Pasuk, Al-Tiga Lahashir. Don't toil too much to try to become wealthy. From your great understanding, from your bina, from beyond knowledge, but your great understanding, hold back. Like the Pesach says in Mishlei, you just blink your eye, and it can be taken away. Referring to here, it's referring to, he's saying, he's referring to the person's money. We know the Gemara tells us it can be referring to as well, what? Divrei Torah. The Gemara says in the uh, in uh, in the uh, about about a person who neglects the chazer is learning to review his learning. It could be noyach laabdon kichlis The Gemara in Chagiga says, right? It's kosher leknoisan kichli zov, and it's noyach laabdon kichlis chuches. It could lose it so easy, like a glass keli falls on the floor and just smashes. Hasov boy nechaboy, you just. Close your eyes. You ignore it for too long. And then the Chavis of Avos continues to bring several psukim along this vein. Sometimes Hashem won't even allow the person to benefit from the money that he was given. So, let's just pause for a moment. What is the Cheves is telling us here? Rabbeinu Bachi is teaching us, first, that he taught us we shouldn't rely on our wisdom too much. Now he's saying we shouldn't rely on our wealth. And the wealth means not only the money he has in his bank, but the parnosa that he has, the his his livelihood. person shouldn't trust in that and think no well he's secure he's secure because he has a secure job he's employed he's been with this company for x amount of years he has his own business and he has many clients person should never rely and put his security and trust in the fact that there is wealth to be had and he knows how to get there and he's secure in what he has the truth of the matter is this is one of the the great it's really one of the great tests that we go through in life in terms of how much trust do we put in our own abilities to earn a parnasa, 
and how much do we really understand that we're totally unable to do it, and we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us Parnasa. And the, the truth is, there are times where a person is able to see it. It's a famous Gemara, the famous Pshat really in the Gemara, the Gemara in Brachis Tavches tells us, Godol Hanenem Yegiyah Kavoy, Yoiser Miyore Shemayim, Greater is the one who benefits from his own handiwork than someone who has Yerushalayim. Wow. Because by Yerushalayim is Ashrecha, by a Nenemi Yekabe Ashrecha Vetoivloch. How could that be? How could it be that someone who was Yerushalayim, not fake Yerushalayim, real God fearing Jew, yet he's not at the same level in terms of his understanding and fear of Hashem? as the person who is, benefits from his handiwork. How could that be? Explains Reb Chaim Shmulevit so beautifully. He says, someone who has Yerushalayim, that means he's living on the, the bare minimum that he needs. And he has his existence. And he's a Yerushalayim. He's a tzaddik. He trusts in Hashem and he's, he has fear of Hashem. But a person who is in business and the person is allowed to see by Hashem that he made an investment in this area and it didn't prove success. And in a different area, which really he put very little effort and thought nothing would become of it and just did it sort of as like a little backup. He did it and that proved to be tremendously successful. An honest person would say, look, where was I in this picture and where was HaKadosh Baruch in this picture? So a person who sees such a thing, someone who is able to be shown clearly by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that in the efforts that he put in, he's allowed to put in. It was regular, hishtadless, pure effort that a person was allowed to engage in, in this world, in terms of business, in terms of Parnassah. And when he's able to see that the effort that he puts in here did not prove successful, but yet in a different area, which he put in so little effort, and that redound to his benefit, he sees clearly that he's not in control over here. When a person is able to see that, then he'll even see that when he did put in the effort and it did prove successful, he'll realize that also wasn't him. And he'll realize to get to the point, which is a, a level which we have to come to, that his shtadlus does not equal up to success. The shtadlus is one area. If we want, we always like to look at it as a uh, as a three ring circus. I'm in one ring, and one ring, I have to do my shtadlus. I have to put in my effort. The fact that we'll have success or not has nothing to do with my effort. The success rate or not comes from a different ring. That comes from what a coach Baruch who decides is this person going to be successful or not. At times Hashem says, I'll make him successful from that effort that he put in. At times from a different effort, times from the third ring. The shtadlis has to be put in as the Mesil Shisharim explains, because once Adam Arishan ate from the eight sadas, once the first man and woman in this world ate from the eight sadas and did the immortal sin, Hashem says, now you have a curse on you. It's a knas, it's a penalty. You must work now 
to, for your bread. You must work in order to earn a livelihood. That's it, and it's been that way ever since. You have to work in order to. But that's a knas. Sometimes there's some svarim say, you know, sometimes on, uh, on your tax return, you get a penalty. You know, you got to pay more than you thought. You get a fine. So the prisoner say, well, how much is the fine? Well, the fine is only $125. Eh, I'll pay $150. Will anybody do that? No. So if the Basil Shashom says, how much effort do we, do we need to put in for our livelihood? Well, every, every human being is penalized. He has to put in effort. So, but who's the smart guys and say, I want to put in more time into my penalty? I'd like to serve more time. Okay? It's, it's a level, and we'll see at how much is considered too much time and how much is considered the appropriate time. But the the Chavis uh, us is pointing out over here just this point, that the wealth, if a person trusts in his wealth, then Hashem says wealth doesn't secure a person. And wealth in its natural state, there's many reasons why wealth is given to a person. Sometimes just to have it, to be there for somebody else. As he continues the Pasuk, sometimes it's just there for safekeeping to get it to the person who really has to receive it. So how can a person feel secure? How can I be secure in my job? How can I be secure in my IRA? The answer is we really can't. The answer is we're not relying on any of that. We're not relying on any system. We're not relying on the $2 trillion uh, crisis budget that you just passed. That's what we're relying on. But a person who indeed is a Baal the Briskarov explained that the Metzius, that the Chefts of a Baal is Ashiris. The Chefts of Baal the essence of a Baal is someone who has total security, and that is security in Hashem. And when one is secure in Hashem, that means whether things are up, things are down, he feels the same secure. He feels the same confident. It's the same person who was able to provide him with food and shelter. And what he needs for his family, a few weeks ago, is the same who's going to provide him for today, and the same who will provide him in the weeks to come. And that's the the uh, what's being expressed here by by the Chavis uh, So we see on many different fronts, and any area, Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants us to put in the effort. Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants us to use our abilities to try to be successful, to, to work in this world, to learn in this world, to deal with people in this world, to deal with everything we have to in this world. At the same time, not to place an emphasis in it, to say that this is what's going to bring me success, and I'm secure because I know this has worked in the past, and I know my abilities, abilities that Hashem has provided us, really, when we get to the right level, really that's only in terms of I have abilities to be able to come close to Hashem. I have abilities to be able to amass a certain amount of learning, which that too needs tremendous yad Yeah? But that's only to learn it. But after that, you need, the Gemara says in Megillah Davav, siyatim in Shemaya. In order to retain it, you need siyatim in Shemaya. In order to understand it, even to understand the, any pshat, you put in your gear, Hashem says, then I'll benefit you and I'll provide it for you. It will be a Metziah. But anything really happens but the, from, from HaKadosh from above. Hashem gives us his abilities and says, work with those abilities really just in terms of, in terms of Ruchnius. It's a beautiful marshal to this. We'll have to say it next time. But right now, our 15 minutes are up. 
So I bid everybody a good chodesh and a good Shabbos kol tuf.